The year 2016 was an extraordinary historical moment. First, Brexit, Britain's shock decision to leave the European Union. Then, to the surprise and dismay of many Americans, not to mention others around the world, Donald J. Trump was unexpectedly elected that November as the United States' 45th president. The campaign that got him to the White House had been rancorous, divisive, and mean-spirited. Looming above the campaign was this single and scarcely believable accusation. A foreign leader, traditionally seen as an enemy of the United States, had secretly helped Trump in his against-the-odds presidential campaign, maybe even nudging him across the line to victory. Trump went the claim was the Kremlin's candidate. He was a puppet of Putin, whom top Republicans had previously regarded as a cold-eyed KGB villain. A murderer and a thug, according to John McCain, the Republican senator from Arizona. Someone who wished America ill. At this point, the accusation of collusion with Moscow stuck for two reasons. First, there was Trump's own curious behaviour on the campaign trail. Faced with claims that Russia was hacking Democratic emails and leaking them to damage his rival, Hillary Clinton, Trump publicly urged Moscow to keep going. At a July 2016 press conference in Florida, he said this, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Let's see if that happens. As a Clinton aide pointed out, this was a straightforward appeal to a foreign power to commit espionage against a political opponent. Was this Trump opportunism? Or something more coordinated, more sinister? Few doubted that the emails released via WikiLeaks in June and October 2016 hurt the Democratic candidate. In themselves, they weren't especially scandalous. To an unscrupulous adversary like Trump, however, they were a present, a great gift, an opportunity to grab the media cycle by the neck and to shake home the message of crooked Hillary. Also relevant was the fact that Moscow had stolen Republican National Committee emails too, only it hadn't published them. Second, how to explain Trump's flattering praise of Putin. In the febrile months leading up to the November the 8th, 2016 vote, Trump had lambasted not only Clinton and Obama, but also his Republican Party rivals, Saturday Night Live, the failing New York Times, the US media in general, his favourite enemy, and Meryl Streep, and others. It was a long list. Russia's president, by contrast, was lauded as very smart. Putin was practically the only person on the planet to escape Trump's sweeping invective, delivered in semi-literate, exclamatory style via Twitter at a time when most sane people were in bed. Trump was willing to verbally assault anyone who queried his behaviour. Anyone but his friend Putin.